What's up, everybody? We are back again with a brand new episode for you all this week. Thanks for letting us hang out with you for the next hour. We're the Third Life Crisis Podcast. If you didn't know, we are three friends discussing our personal experiences along with a whole bunch of nothing. So join us on this wild adventure where we travel through our third life crisis. My name is John Michael, and I'm joined with the usual gang, Cassie and Austin. Howdy, yo. Hello. Today's Wednesday, April 10th, and on today's episode, we have... Some fun topics lined up for you all that include getting along with newcomers, black hole hype, and a wedding vow discussion. But before we get into that, at 3RD Life Podcast is the social media handle. If you aren't already, pause the episode, head over to your preferred method of social media, Facebook, Twitter, or IG, and hit that follow and like button. So yeah, how are you guys doing today? Good. Just looking at this... Uh List of topics. Did not know we were really going over our vows, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how extensive that topic is going to be because, well, maybe we'll talk about it when we get there. I really don't have a lot to say. <laughs> we tweeted it. Austin. We have to talk about it. Uh, yeah, we do. Um, so today uh, is sibling National Siblings Day or Love Your Siblings Day. or What is it called? National, National Siblings Sib- Day. Mm-hmm. Appreciate your sibling. Preach. Um, Sibs. Sibs. Preach the Sibs day. So, so we <laughs> thought that we would somehow turn this into a topic. Uh, I think it's a little easier for Austin. Stupid Aust- of I mean, us. I think Just it's kidding. a little easier for Cassie and I. Uh, Austin is an only child. So but, just uh, turn your mic off now, Austin. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I'll he'll be back in 20 here. minutes. We'll see, him back. we'll see him back in the middle of the episode. <laughs> um, yeah, no, so I have, I have a one sister, and Cassie has... How many you got? There's five of us total. Yeah, okay. So, um, and Austin has Vinny. Yes. I do have Vinny, yes. Yeah, brother in arms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so, I mean, I don't know if we've, I, I'm sure we've talked about it a little bit or touched, you know, the surface, but, like, how was it not growing up with anybody else? Because <laughs> I don't have that experience. How that work? How do you do that? You don't remember being by yourself for the first few, couple years? Two, first two and a half years of my life? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Is that how far apart y'all are? That's not very much. Yeah, two and a half. Uh, how was it? I mean, fine. I enjoyed it better than having people around me. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think I mentioned it before. Like, I uh, was an only child, but I have a bunch of cousins, so we were always doing something. Um, but, I mean, I did like being by myself or alone. Uh, playing with my toys or whatever. Um, I've mentioned it before where I would play. I I would be playing with others and then because they would be at my parents' house and then once I was done like wanting to play with others, I would just go to my room and I was going to go to the room and play with my toys myself or like watch TV myself. Y'all can stay out here and chill whatever you want to (laughs) do. But uh, I'm leaving, so. I think that was a spoiled in you. Why spoiled? I mean, I lived there. Yeah, but your parents didn't make you stay and be good hosts. I let them play with my toys. So, no. Spoil. And they always raided our fridge. Those Capri Suns were mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I kept tally. I don't know if I could have done it because, you know, I, every memory that I have growing up with Kim's like there with me. I don't know if that's how it was with you, Cass. I think you guys are further apart in age. Uh, yeah, my sister and I, we were... I wasn't treated like the older sister. I think we were treated more like equals or like twins, if that makes sense. Because we were so close together. What was that? (laughs) (laughs) That was Jess, sorry. I texted her like two minutes ago, can you lower the TV? Because I don't know if you could hear it. I don't know if you could hear it from the living room. Heard that and the next thing I hear is, that's you. That's funny because Cassie has a Lord of TV sibling story. <laughs> it's not a story. <laughs> so when we were younger, my two oldest siblings were not living with us, right? So they were moved out. Um, so it was just me, my sister, and then my older brother. And so me and my sister had to share a room. Well, they got us like 
you know those little small TVs? Well, ours was purple. And she, I was like a morning person, right? So I would go to bed early because I was going to get up early to get ready for school. And she would still have the TV on. And it, I couldn't go to sleep with the TV on. It was so loud. And so I had like a number rule on it. Like it couldn't be more than like a two or three. Or I'd like, I'd know for sure. And I'd tell her, <laughs> hey, you have to turn that down. <laughs> so poor Francis couldn't watch TV. It was time to go to bed, guys. I don't understand. <laughs> what time was it again? I don't know. Like 8.30? I don't know. <laughs> All I know is I was trying to sleep and, and the TV was pretty loud. <laughs> I don't really have any funny stories with my sister, Kim. She was always following me, which was fine, but like everywhere and doing everything I did. So I is Francis the only one that's younger than you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Was she always like following you no. and doing things and copying you and no again because we were i felt like we were treated more like twins it was more of a duo thing yeah y'all are so close in age mm-hmm. did you guys have any like funny names for each other like nicknames and stuff or i was think i was just i think mine was just Cass and my mom so my mom gave us like she calls us by nicknames we never called each other by that if that makes sense like yeah, she yeah. had her own nickname that she she still uses them but not we don't call each other that if that makes sense my sister was always like uh she always had soft cheeks like you know round <laughs> on her face so i i used to call her chubby all the time and uh, endearing i'm sure she loved that and it transformed to this day it's called it's tubby now it's just, randomly it's just tubby 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 that's why i was curious if you had a name so, you know, I'm expecting a, a child at the end of August. It's always been in my mind to grow up with, have my child grow up with a sibling. So Jess and I would like to have another child, you know, uh, in the future. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how this one's going to affect, you know, we may not, not to say we may not enjoy it, but it could be really hard. It so will I don't be really if, hard. Go on. I don't know if we're going to have the same mindset in about a year or two whenever we'd want to try again. But, like, I would like for them to have it, and she would like for them to have it. That's our initial thought. With you two, you know, eventually in the future, when you ever have a kid, I know Austin's an only child, Cassie, you're not. What's y'all's thoughts on possibly having a big family or not? You know, we talked about that this weekend. We went out for lunch slash breakfast this weekend. Gus's Fried Chicken, if y'all haven't tried that, definitely recommend it. World famous. Anyways, um, we... Not sponsored. We, I wish. I wish. We were, we were thinking about, because I think we've we've been talking about. Obviously, Austin and I have been together for a long time. We've talked about it for a long time, but I don't know if we had ever put an actual number on it. And so we talked about that this weekend, and obviously more than one, but we don't know if we would hit three. Does that make sense? So two is the uh, sweet spot. <laughs> More than one, but not three. <laughs> well, I don't know if we could. So I'm old. I'm getting older by the time I have my third one. How old will I be? You know what I mean? True. So I don't know if I would even be able to hit a third. I mean, I I don't know. No, yeah, I get it. And That's so. Something you have to think about now, right? Obviously, in your 30s, starting your 30s. Yeah. But I would definitely like more than one. I don't know. Because they have to be back to back, right? Because. I'm already 30. I feel like that's going to be out, real tough to have three little ones. If you space them out every two ones. years, you'll be 36 when you're having your that's third too, one. I think that's too that's old. That's too late. So I'm really thinking that it's going to only be two. Is it really too late, though? Like, scientifically speaking? Um, I think it's like, like after 35, you should be like, monitored by a doctor winding down does that make sense and then if yeah. you're if you're at 40 it's like okay you definitely need to to be seen a specialist there's just so much risk right when you're older no i, I mean i get all that i understand that it comes with the thought of having a child late in your life later in your life so us being an only child you would you're open to the idea or you would you like the idea of having at least at least two kids if you know, if you if it's in a perfect world, 
Yeah, that's fine with me. I I, I don't really care about the number. Um, obviously, I'm fine with one. Yeah, because you don't have to push him out somewhere. <laughs> He's like, shoot, let's do five. No, no, like I'm saying, I would prefer a lower number. Um, really? And I'm fine with one. Yeah, and I'm fine with one being obviously an only child. Um, but I mean, like what you're saying, having someone there would be nice for the child just because we don't know anyone here in Fort Worth. <laughs> oh, yeah, I tried screwed. I don't have any friends here. Then I don't know how they're going to survive. <laughs> but I guess, I mean, you would, you would, they would find friends when they go to daycare do, and school. How do babies make friends? How do you make baby friends? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know because people at Ollie's uh, birthday party were not his age. Oh. He, had, he had older friends? Yeah. And they were kids He's of cool all, kid. all ages. He was with the cool kids, you know. The upperclassmen. Well, see, okay, so I understand that they're going to have friends, obviously, in school that are the same age as them. But how old are those parents going to be? They're definitely going to be younger than I am. So that's going to be a difference right there. So I get people are like, oh, I'll just have, you know, mom friends, like different from school mm. or whatever. But You're I gonna feel be like the I'm going to be the I'm going to be the old one of the group. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so these young kids who have, you know, you know, young adults who have kids so young. Not gonna want to hang out with me. I want to be an old person to them. Your nieces want to hang out with you? No, they don't. <laughs> I'm just joking. Not one of them has come to visit me. <laughs> no, but I get it. Yeah, because I'll be the old one in my group too, which is the way my parents were also. I think. Okay, so how did that work out for them? Fine. Was it they went to like every? Uh, yes, but I mean, there was also some old people in our group, like at St. James and Antonian. Um. But they were definitely like in the older group, yeah. Um, but I mean, that didn't stop them from like going to all the track meets, all the cross country meets, right? No, participating no, no. and all that stuff. Of course, uh, not. it will definitely stop me. <laughs> no, no, it won't. But okay, so and I've seen so working in my line of work, I see all types of ages. I work with all types of um, kids and you know generations, high schools, colleges, universities, all all ranges, right? I I have seen like the private school they do usually have older parents. I've noticed that. It's a millennial thing. You think so? Yeah, I mean millennials are waiting longer to have kids, to buy houses, to do stuff. They're putting career first. I don't so. know about career first. I feel like that's not true. You know, I'm not like this big old CEO or have my own company or small business or anything. It's like having school debt and trying to make it on your own, I think that's just a lot harder now. Oh, that too. That too. You know, it just takes time. I don't know. I googled sibling stats 2019, and uh, one of the things on here says, "What percentage of the population has a sibling?" Would you guys want to take a guess? Yes. Uh, I don't know if this. I don't know if this is world population or. I would assume so. I'm gonna go with 85. What'd you say, else? 67. According to health.usnews.com, 80% oh, of Americans. So it's America, sorry. I should have kept reading. I would have changed my answer. <laughs> I would have said 80. Line. 80 approximately. <laughs> the first. the same line, just a few sentences down. A few lines so down. It says approximately 80%, and I stopped. The very next, <laughs> the, the very next word of Americans. <laughs> So approximately 80% of Americans have at least one brother or sister. In fact, kids today are more likely to grow. Oh. (laughs) Come on, kid. No, no, no. This is from data taken July 31st, 2009. (laughs) So no good. I mean, I I Googled siblings stats 2019. I assumed Google would have. All right. Well, Well, that was fun. I'm just going to edit all that out. Yeah. No, no, leave it in. It's great. They they love to listen to nonsense. So when Cassie and I were talking about how many kids, I know a, uh, I don't want to say fear, but like, uh, I feel like Cassie brings this up a lot where when we ever, when she starts talking about like having more than two, she always says like, man, we're going to be outnumbered. Oh yeah. No, that's for sure. Is there any thought like that when you think about having more than one? No. I'll number like... At two, you're not outnumbered, but you're, like, close to being outnumbered. You know what I mean? 
but what are they gonna have a rev- what do you call it a revolution <laughs> against the year what they're what are you like scared of they just come <laughs> by. i don't understand they're what you're Ameri- they're americans <laughs> they're gonna see you as the monarchy and they're gonna overthrow you no just like you just it's just more to, to handle right it's not even like a like you're really not going from like one and you have another baby that's two you have another baby that's three like i feel like even though like numerically you're just going one two and three it's more of like an exponential change right because having one and then having two it's not just like one plus one equals two it's like one plus one but then you have to factor in how they're going to interact with each other and all that stuff which makes it like more than just having two kids you know yeah it's more than a number it's going to build on each other to where you have three then it's like even more because you're not just dealing with a one-year-old, a two-year-old, now you're going to deal with a one, two, three, or depending on how far they're spaced out, right? So, like, it builds on each other where it's not just, yes, it's three kids, but it's, like, compounded, I feel like, to make it feel like more. The only thing that keeps replaying in my mind as you're saying that is money. Three times is expensive. Like, but, schools, again, it's, it's not even dinner. three times. It's going to be even more than that, I feel like. Right, right. Yeah. So, again, yeah, that's a good point. Like, money-wise, like, think about that, like. Mm-mm. I'm just kidding. <laughs> nope. Anyways. Um, anything else on the subject? Another sibling story? Do you have one? I have plenty. I mean, we don't, we don't have to go into all of them. I mean, there's Put not, your like... siblings on blast right now. No, no, I guess that. Um, so this one time. I'm just kidding. Let's talk about Nick. I can put my sister on blast. It goes right into the next topic. Technically. Alright. So my sister is, you know, someone who's two years younger than me, so we've been real close. And throughout my entire existence of, you know, this relationship I've had with her, I've never, I've met maybe one boyfriend, or she's had one serious boyfriend. And and I've met other people that she's talked to, but it's never lasted because they're like a loser or whatever. But uh, she's been dating this guy for a while now, and me and my mom finally met him last Sunday, this past Sunday, for the first time. And uh, yeah, it was a, it was an experience because I've never, she has never been obviously this in this position in her life as far as you know, graduated, has a job, uh, her own car, like she's grown. Now. She's an adult. Yeah, she. I haven't. She is very much an adult, right? Now. Exactly, and that's that. That experience for my mom and myself is new because she's never done, been in the, a relationship in this stage of her life. So, mm-hmm. um, it was a. Uh, it was. She was very nervous to bring him around, which is why it took a while. It's taken months, probably, and uh, it's probably gonna take a little bit longer to just get used to him. But, like, you know, she's not spending as much time with the family, obviously, because when you're with somebody you're, and it's new, you're with them all the time and sure, going sure. out and making memories or whatever. Um, so, anyway, we met we met this uh, gentleman on Sunday. And, can, I, uh, can I just interrupt you real quick? How does that work with guys, right? Like, so my brother, he doesn't, like, at first. So my sisters had, obviously, more boyfriends than I have. And he doesn't do, like, the real manly thing, but it's kind of like, to me, I think he kind of, like, ignores them at first. You know? Does that make sense? Who ignores who? Like, Nick would ignore, my brother would ignore this new boyfriend, kind of like, you know, not a big deal. And then it, like, has to come around. I don't know. How did that feel for you, Austin? Was it weird? No, I don't think, no, I don't think he ever ignored me. At least I never, I don't remember now. I've been with, I've known him for 12 years too, right? Um, but, I mean, looking back at it now, there's been plenty of guys that uh, we've met through your family that me and Nick have ignored. <laughs> so I'm saying, that's like, his, that's his thing, you know? Like, he will ignore it until a... they come up more. And then he'll be, I, and then I think when he realizes, okay, this person's going to stick around a little bit. He'll warm up to them. Right. I mean, I get the same feeling, too. I mean, I yes. Yes. Because, I mean, 
why are you going to invest that much time? Again, us, right? We're not sleeping with the guy, right? So, like, why am I going to invest this much time in talking and being with this guy and getting to know him if next time I see, next time I see, I'm not being mean. I'm saying hi to the person. (laughs) I'm not telling him he can't eat or anything. (laughs) Slapping the food out of his face. (laughs) You want to? I'm just kidding. It was the last egg roll, Cassie. No. I'm just so I'm just I'm just asking this as a guy, a brother standpoint. Like, how does that work? What is your what's your mo, John? Do you like puff well, out your chest or like shake his hand hard or like John whips it out? Him down? Like, what are we <laughs> talking? It? What are we talking? No, so You're I'm not a mean person. No, I don't mean mean. It's like a I don't know if it's like a. Like you want to set your, I, I know what you're trying to say, and to be honest with you, I'm kind of. Is it very, very profesh, or what? What are we talking? It was very. Academy business card. It was very <laughs> professional. <clears throat> I, I would like to think. I don't know how to answer that question because I'm still kind of going through it. My initial thought when we first heard about this guy again months ago, because this has been going on for a couple months, she's been dating him for a couple months. Uh, it was you know defensive. It was like, who's this guy? You know, why are you coming home late? Why aren't you at home all the time? Because it was different. You know, that's not just a week or two before, you know, she started doing that. Everything was kind of normal. So it was a big change. And in my mind, I'm thinking like, okay, I got to I got to act a certain way. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's stereotypical, maybe. I don't know. But like I said, I've never, really, well, I've never been put in that situation. So, but yes, my mind directly went to defensive, be, be defensive, you know, kind of like, the same the thought process you had you gotta be a jerk to this guy you gotta ignore <laughs> this guy whatever i wasn't a jerk <laughs> I no i know you you're not, i'm saying was was my brother a jerk to you maybe not even just a jerk just like again i think his thing is just to ignore you kind of thing when was the first time i met your brother i mean i don't even remember that um i'm sure probably like christmas again see christmas time is different i feel like christmas Everyone got a, like got along and everyone talked. I don't maybe, know. No, maybe not. Maybe you went to my parents' house. I'm sure I did. I just I don't remember meeting Nick. We should, whenever we get Nick on as a guest, we'll ask him. Okay. I think it's on the other person too. Like if they're not going to make the effort to try to find common ground, like this isn't on me and Nick to try to find common ground with you. Like you need to try to find common ground with us. I like right? that. That puts it more on Kim. She has to find common ground between me and the me and, and again, guy. it's not like I'm not going to be cordial, but like, sounds like it. I feel like yeah, they have to try to find common ground, and it could be anything. Like, but don't just don't just stand there, don't just um, ignore us. You know, we're just we're normal people. Like, talk about anything, sports, video games. So that did that came up specifically. Um, so I say me and my mom met him on Sunday, but I officially, officially met him two days before that at our volleyball game on Friday night. Uh, Kim plays on the team, and she brought him. But it was real quick. It was nothing really crazy. And he was sitting at the table with us, and uh, there was sports center on in the background. And we were, it was just on, and we were watching it. And then we just started talking about sports. Or he, he brought it up first, obviously, because I wasn't going to talk to him. And, See, uh, <laughs> Poor Kim. Jeez. And... Uh, and so that that kind of broke the ice talking about sports. Uh, it was it was a conversation, you know. Kind of forgot for a little a little while the situation as far as you know he's dating my sister, but no. So I, I'll say it's 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 difficult from like our at least from my point of view because yes, you're you so likable. What I said, you're so likable. <laughs> <laughs> You you can talk about sports, you can talk about these things, but you're not going to actually, and you can think the guy's cool, you think he's fine, whatever, but it's going to be hard to actually build that relationship and actually like the person because you're not going to see them all the time. But she just you has to bring I mean? him around more. Right. But again, going back to like with, with Nick and like with me, when we would meet um, your sister's boyfriends, we didn't know if they were going to be around all the time. Next Next holiday, it could be a different person. That was right? Great. That was great. <laughs> what? It really no, did happen right. like that. <laughs> it right. did. And yeah. it's even more fun when your dad got involved and made, we started laughing. <laughs> they were awful. Y'all were so bad. 
Not me. I think it was really the Castillo people. No, it was you. You, Uh, but you agreed. I did agree. The jokes were funny. But again, because you don't know the person and you just need to have that person come around more often to not just have the superficial small talk conversation, but actually get to know them. And then once you actually get to know them, then it's fine. But I think the initial onus needs to be on the new person, which is very difficult because, again, this is me speaking as someone who's been in a relationship for 12 years and, you know, our families have been on vacations together. We've hung out together. It's it's very easy for me to see, like, the person needs to be the one to step up, knowing full well that I'm not an active person to go up and start talking to people. But I think it's still on that person to try to find some common ground. Make The other people should make him feel welcome and have an open idea, an open mind to him. But I think the other person needs to find the common ground because he's the person trying to fit in. Fit in and, yeah. I will say I've never been put in that position uh, that you're describing us because I've never, I've never had to, ha- I've never dated anybody with an older sibling. So I've never really been put in that position. So that's kind of another reason why I didn't know, not to say I don't know how to react because again, my mind goes back to the stereotypical way to react defensively, but I, I'm kind of, this is just a new feeling towards this person. It's not, it's not a bad feeling. It's a, like maybe a hopeful feeling. Like, I don't know. It's, it's just it's, new. It's new it, to you. It's definitely well, it's, new. And it's another thing too, like you don't know how they're going to treat Kim or, or like in general, how they're going to treat your family member. Yeah. So then even if you don't talk to them, but every other Christmas, the fact that you see on Facebook that they're having fun, they're going on vacation, they're doing this, they're doing that, like that starts to warm you up more to the person of like, okay, they're they're okay, you know, that type mm-hmm. of thing. They're good people. <laughs> what? Fucking John. John what? shook his head the whole time I was talking. I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, I missed it. <laughs> I really that's the reason I asked because you've never been in this situation like how are you handling it I think it's different I think it's gonna take time I I think you're listening to Austin and you're like if it was somebody else it would be that way but it's not like the what you're feeling is gonna be no matter what I think no matter who it is right and I agree because it's the same thing I never had I'm not speaking of this or on this coming from a sibling point of view right like I'm speaking of the other way around where even like the closest analog is me and my cousins and like their relationship where I've met their boyfriends and they've changed or they've had boyfriends that come around several times to like family functions. Um, But even then it's not like my sister or brother type of thing. What about the the roles being reversed? Cassie, Austin introducing Cassie. Well, I guess you don't know siblings, right? Right. So it wasn't that. No, I mean, but, but my aunts so, and uncles and, like, So it cousins. was, so for me, it was a little bit different because his family, while they're big, they're really close mm-hmm. and they're loud and I'm not a loud person. So, I mean, it takes me a while to warm up to you, I guess is what I'll say. Um, so it was not difficult for me because they weren't, like, too hard on me, like, kept picking or anything like that they were pretty nice about it but i could see where if they wanted to they could be very much um i give i guess give me a harder time i don't know does that make sense babe yeah i think everyone was like pretty fine and it's the same thing again it helps that i'm pretty i'm just kidding i'm just kidding (laughs) they start warming up to you they start making more jokes with you the more you come around and i think that's just the whole the like the the crux of it like you want to make sure that the person that you care for is with someone who also cares for them and will treat them the way you would want them to be treated. And so just having these one-offs, you're not going to get that feeling. Even if the person says all the right things, you still won't get that feeling. You, you have to, It takes time. And you don't see it because you're not with them every day or not texting them every day. But the person, sister, brother, cousin, whoever it is, sees it, obviously, because they're with them. So it just it, it just takes time to have that develop you know by the end of our like how many years we're together everyone in my family now treats you like family and it's 
the the jokes are the same. Like everything is normal now. It's just which what I it's normal it's normal the way I would see like my aunts and uncles talking to each other when I was young too. Like it's now it's a normal their husband and wife type of thing, you know? Um but it just takes time to have yeah. that happen. You no have matter, to come around. No matter who it is, it's going to take time. It it's going to be difficult. <laughs> this is the only reason I asked. I mean, I know you said like this is a whole different subject or whatever, but that there's the whole reason I asked cuz to me it's just very interesting. Now, w- girls on the other hand, so reversing that role, John, how did like Kim take to Jessica since she's never had a sister? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, she didn't, she, I'm the older sibling, not by a lot, obviously, but she obviously trusts my decisions and whatnot, so, I mean, Jessica was someone who just fit right in. Uh, I don't remember exactly how they met or where or what the circumstances were, but it was, it was probably just real smooth, like, you know, by the book, easy. There's I think no... I think you think that, but I'm sure that's not how it went down. I mean, I could what? ask Kim, but I as far as what her initial thoughts were, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And it's not I like think it might have gone not, similar to that, though. It's not that she's a mean person. I think that's just nature. Um, you know, like who is this girl with my brother? You know what I mean? Can I give you examples? Like, okay, so when my brother, I was gonna dated, say you're you're the younger sister in this in oh yeah. Yells. So, so how does that work? So when my brother was dating girls, Francis and I were not nice. Not that we were mean, but I guess maybe it was just very <laughs> similar. So I'm being honest, right? So we weren't like cold. Maybe, I guess maybe similar where we not, not ignored them, but we weren't very nice, right? Like you always have to size them up, right? Let's be honest. That's what we did. You're pretty sure. Um, but for the most part, I think I liked most of his girlfriends. Some of them, he probably had, like, a crazy one here or there. Um, but, yeah. Don't no, talk it, about Ollie's mother like that. No, it's that's just how it was, man. <laughs> I wish I could elaborate more. I thought I had more to say about... You do this. have more to say. No, I thought you I did. You just won't say it. <laughs> I thought yeah. I did. Coward. I thought I, I, thought I did. <laughs> but the truth is, I just I could just hope that, like you said, I can all I can do is hope. That's why I keep saying that, that hopeful feeling. I can just hope this guy... You know, treats my sister right, and if this go this does go any further, right? Which I haven't seen her in a serious relationship in a long time, so this has been a couple of months. If this does go any further, she's smart enough to be in it. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. She's smart enough to to make the right decisions, right? To make the right decisions and just stay, know what she wants, and don't settle for less. And you know, isn't this is all like by um. Not happenstance, circumstance, but like they work together, right? Yes, they they met so, at I mean, that, the work. That's a whole thing too. Like jobs change, people move, like uh, goals change. This isn't yeah. This isn't like final. It it just happened to because of this work, is like you know? initial. Yeah, I get it. What about what about how Jessica's sisters viewed you? Jessica always told me that her parents knew she wouldn't bring someone around unless it was serious because she didn't bring people around unless it was serious i guess is what i'm trying to say so me coming me being introduced her sisters seeing me for the first time i they look up to her they're 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 younger than her they look up to her so i no doubt in my mind that they i don't there's no way that they had any type of what do you call it not hate but uh doubt doubt or any type of rudeness towards me or anything like that it was uh you know, I was polite to them, and they were polite to me, and I mean, it was it was fine. Like, you know, I think the way that we act now is the same way we acted back then between me and our sisters. Nothing's really changed, which is good. Like, I think that's them. You know, they they showed themselves when I first met them, so it wasn't hard at all. Hmm. What else? We can get off this subject. I don't know how long we've been on this subject. Yeah, we can get off this this uh, therapy session. Uh, in other news. I think it was today it was released that there was a black hole picture. Yes. Mm, yes. Yeah, so the very first picture of a black hole was taken and released today, 10 years in the making from what I read. And it's like, what, 6 billion times bigger than the sun? 
Um, Mass-wise, yeah. Like, my mind can't even fathom that. No, like, that crazy. doesn't make any sense, but go on. <laughs> it's, I mean, basically, imagine, like, something half the size of the Earth, or maybe even smaller, that weighs six million times more than the sun weighs. Like, how much mass is in the sun all compressed into that small of a space is what the black hole is. It's a very blurry picture, but the fact that they are confident that they captured a picture is kind of cool. Uh, it looks like an eclipse. I showed it this one guy at work, and he was he shrugged it off. He's like, what am I looking at? Like, he didn't care. But the feet is, what do you want to call it, historical? Right. I mean, you got to think, this is the first time humans have ever seen the black hole. Ever. All the pictures we've had before have just been, like, artist renderings of what we think it might look like. I'm trying to remember what the, uh, in, in uh, not Inception, Interstellar. I'm trying to remember if, what it, what it looked like. But isn't it kind of the same concept, a, a center black, and there was, like, light around it? it was the same concept, I think. Yeah, the light skirts around it, and as long as you're around it, it's fine. Like, nothing's going to happen. But as soon as you pass the event horizon, that's the point where you can't come back from it. It'll, it'll eventually suck you in no matter how hard you try. At that point, even light cannot escape. Light going Jesus. as fast as light can go will not escape. It will suck it in. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty cool. But basically, it took a Scary. bunch of satellites across the world, um, you know, all this power, and basically turned the Earth into like a giant telescope focusing all we had on that one spot um to like get this picture so like first of all this thing was like 55 what million light years away or something wasn't like 500 or something like that it was something crazy you're probably it right some, it was it was far it was it's very far <laughs> it's and in the, the messier messier 87 galaxy sorry go ahead. i was gonna say different uh, different galaxy we do have one in this galaxy, from what I was reading. Mm-hmm. At, it's the, at center. the center. It's at the center mm-hmm. of our galaxy. Of and that's probably Way. where all the fucking, like, aliens are. Around there, you mean? Yeah, there's so many stars around there. You would just assume that there's just so much life going on there. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what else we'd want to say about it. I don't have any theories or anything. I just think it's no, really it's scary. Cool. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh... Like, I mean, I guess they can start doing tests. I mean, I don't even know how they can test anything that, that far away. Well, as we get more satellites going, we can get a better picture, hopefully, um, and get better readings. But yeah, it's cool. I mean, it's something we've never seen before, and a physical proof that it exists. Like, we, we they've done math, they've they've uh, proven it that way, but to actually see it. Like, to confirm it, right? You can point it and say, like, yeah, that's the black hole. Like, you can clearly see the light around it, the darkness that's there. Like, it's sucking it in. Um, it's so dense. It collapsed, and it's, it, it's so dense that, it, you know, it became the black hole. I love how Google changed their little thing for it. Yeah, yeah. Their doodle. I, I, mean, we, I, saw, some, I saw some good memes, too. What was your favorite? My favorite was the one that the movie that will always creep me out. They did a Event Horizon one. <laughs> Shout Dude, out to that movie. That, my mom's terrified of that movie also. It's scary. It's really scary. Have you seen it, Cassie? I have no idea what you're saying about. They find this like um, wormhole near Jupiter or Saturn. Or no, no, it was uh, Uranus. They find it near Uranus and they send a ship over there to view it because another ship disappeared, right? Or the crew disappeared. I'm oh, sorry. The ship disappeared. No, no one knows what happened to it. The ship comes back. No crew. So they send another crew to go see what happens, right? They dock. They go to the ship. And, like, everyone's missing. And slowly everyone starts going crazy. They start seeing things. And the whole point of the movie, or the whole the plot of it is, that wormhole opened up a gate to hell. Oh. And so when it came back, like, hell came back with it. And starts Jesus. infecting everyone's mind to like commit suicide and kill each other and do all these things, uh, but visually, like, I remember when I saw it when I was young, like it was scary. It's still scary now. To clarify, the black hole is fifty-five million light years from Earth. 
and the mass is 6.5 billion with a b times that of the sun that is ridiculous and again in a small space probably smaller than the sun it weighs that much more or the, it's, it's that much more dense again it's a cool thing it's a it's a thing that like it's mind-boggling like i'm sure we'll never be able to grasp it in my lifetime of like what that really means but like you said proof in 10 years in the making yeah. that's a long time like you know visual proof you can see it mm-hmm. you see it there um it's cool that's it you, do you think it's like space travel <clears throat> like what actually happens when you go through a black hole yeah do you jump into another <sighs> section of space dimension I, without being I torn know. apart i don't know I'm, uh, would you jump like uh matthew mcconaughey's character would i do what he did yeah i don't know I mean, and because he was trying to save the world, right? Like, yeah, not even like the, the world's world. They're, they're like, hey, they're like, hey, would you like, would you just go experience it? Like, you know how they asked those people, like, be the first people to colonize, colonize Mars? And people like said yes, some people. What if they're like, would you be the first person to jump into a black hole? Would you do it? No. Probably no. Not. Probably not. For sure, no. Would you be interested in doing it? Am, no, I, I, I think, am I 110 years old? <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I wouldn't, but I'm sure someone would. It'd be interesting to, yeah, to talk to that person who would want to do it. <laughs> like, why? Mm-hmm. All right. Moving well, on we'll to our next topic. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see uh, how that uh, plays out. What if they unlock something, like, evil? Like, not like a <laughs> being or, like, a spirit or anything, but, like, what if they... What if they're... So, I read that... They saw that there's a there's something being shot out of it. Hmm. Did you see that? Like some sort of uh, molecule. I don't even know what it was, but there's a trail of something leaving the black hole right before the event horizon, of course. And I forgot what it was. Damn it! That's why I was trying to find the article. I forgot what it was exactly, but they want to study that too. There's something. There's some sort of trail that they captured just leaving the, the circle. I'm sure it's not leaving. I'm sure it's just around it. Getting sucked in. Well, again, no. As long as you're like outside the event horizon, you're not going to get sucked in. You like, dance it's just around. Light that's, it's just circling it. It's light, it's gas, it's dust, it's molecule. It's everything just circling it. As long as you're not in that area, you're going to be fine. They also said they want they want to know why it's lopsided from the picture. One side looks more brighter than the other side. It's not like equal. Mm-hmm. So that's just something that they're thinking about. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, yeah. We don't got to stay on this topic. It was interesting news, so history was made in that sense. Uh, this last topic, Austin wanted to discuss wedding vows. Why? <laughs> it was a trending hashtag a couple of days ago. Or by the time this post last week, millennial ha- millennial wedding vows was a trending hashtag. And? I should have... I should have fucking... Snap, like, screenshot some of the so quotes, <laughs> the tweets. <laughs> I don't have much to say on the topic just because we didn't write our own vows. We were we recited what the the judge told us to recite. Um, right. You guys wrote your own vows, from what I remember. Yeah. And I understand there's a... I can totally see the... What do you want to call it? Sincerity in it and, like, how it means a lot because you can literally say what you want before mm-hmm. you know god or a judge or you know some sort of official presence but i think jess and i were just like nah <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know like i don't really have much to say like if she wanted me to do it i probably would have done it but i was kind of happy she didn't because I, I didn't care to do it uh yeah i mean it's whatever everyone wants to do i've i think personally for me it was like um I'm not I'm not as religious <laughs> and I'm not uh so I mean so like religious vows I feel like would, wouldn't mean as much to me and uh something else that's something else written by someone else wouldn't mean as much to me uh as me saying what I wanted to say uh but then again this is someone who like I like I like to write I like to like type stuff out so Although I I wrote my vows like just a couple hours before the actual wedding. I also did that. 
Would have recommended right. it. Um, that, that's but, how I mean, you know it's good, though. Like that's mm, those are your final thoughts. I just knew that like everything with our wedding, like we incorporated so many things that we wanted to incorporate, whether it was Paramore, Lord of the Rings, uh, Super Star Mario, Wars. Star Wars. You wanted me to yell uh, like Chewbacca. No, there was he just so did many not. Things. Yeah, he did. Yeah. There was just so many and things I that we incorporated. <laughs> oh my god! That this was this was just another thing to incorporate. Um, I mean, at the time and even now, like I don't think there's anything um, that qualifies them as being millennial wedding vows, quote unquote. But um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Cass, when the fireworks went off at the end, he was like, "I need you to yell like Chewbacca in the back." No, nope. good thing you didn't do that. I, I, would you be mad? Yes! No. Stupid. You wouldn't know what's going on. They would have taken the picture and I would have been in the back like this. <laughs> My hands up just yelling. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know what else to say about it. Like I said, I mean, would you have anything to say on the topic, Cass? No, I shouldn't have waited that long. Everything was so busy. and But like Austin said, we didn't want... So, okay, so the venue we went to, they... They do these, right, like very often. It was, I'm not going to say a cookie cutter wedding, but they had it pretty much laid out to how it's similarly done for everybody. And so was the efficient, right? So this guy, he'd done weddings there many times. That was like his gig. And so we didn't want, yeah, we didn't want it to be like, cause he, and he like gave us like previews of stuff he was going to say, right? And it all sounded great and wonderful, but it was one of those things where it was like, to me, I get it that you do this at this venue for many couples. So just to put our own little, I guess, flavor on it was nice. That makes sense. Again, I get the how, how it's supposed to mean a lot. And I would have done if Jess wanted me to, but I'm glad we didn't. Just because I feel like we had so many other things to... And nobody got time for that. ...worry about and think about, yeah. So were there any funny, like... I'm sure there were, again, I should have taken snapshots of these. I did not. There were there were some funny ones, yes. All right, here, here's some. I vow to never watch an episode of a show that we're binge-watching together without you there by my side. Okay. Understandable. <laughs> in good times and in bad, when I'm sorry and when I'm sorry, not sorry. <laughs> I promise to love you until you die tomorrow, you unvaccinated shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, someone's just being silly. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> Once I am completely out of options to swipe right, then I'll marry what's left. <laughs> Those are very m- millennial-ish. Would you agree or no? Yeah. To have and to hold for richer or pretend social media rich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People are so clever. I do until debt to his part. That's funny. So there's some fun stuff. Yeah, I don't think I would have thought about being creative enough to make it funny. To have and to hold in gluten intolerance and health. (laughs) (laughs) I could have said lactose intolerance, Cassie. That's you. I now pronounce you equal life partners. You may now take a selfie. So, you know, just random shit like that. Those are clever. But people th- <clears throat> people that are millennials, they don't actually think like that, right? Like, I know these are just jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure certain people did say things like this. As jokes, but they still incorporated it into their actual wedding. Nope, they vowed it. They're not jokes. They're serious. Again, I put a joke in my vow. Like, I mean, that's not... People what was do yours? That. Uh, you did put it. I remember something vaguely very funny. I wouldn't, say, end, I wouldn't say very. I just put, I of course... And this is, a, this is the last like little part of the vow. I, of course, do vow to love you in sickness and in health, in good times and in bad. So that's like the normal mm-hmm. vows. But then I add... But also vow to be there for you whenever you need something from the top shelf. <laughs> the yeah. joke is, Cassie's short and you can't think, reach high things. You think you're so funny, don't you? 
How many times have you asked me to get something that you can't reach, Cassie, and I had to get it for you? A lot. I know. I have to because that's in my vows. If it wasn't in my vows, I would say go get the step stool, Cassie. As I used to say before we got married. Mm-hmm. But now I have to. <laughs> uh, random shot. Totally out of left field. You ever, you think you're ever going to get hammered again? Remarried? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like like completely like, shit-faced. You think that's going to happen like, again in your lifetime? Yes. Okay. I would think so, yeah. Okay. We can save it for next week. But, uh... Why do you ask, John? <laughs> well, again, we can save it for next week, but a friend... We're going to uh, get fucking crazy at Lizette's wedding. Is what's <gasps> like. Goodness! Marshall, Marshall and Caesar uh, have been saying they want to go back to 6th Street. And I'm just thinking, like... Well, Jessica brought it to my attention. She's like, you know, we're a little old for 6th Street. Like, 6th Street's what you do in your 20s and whatnot. 6th Street, by the way, she, for those of you who don't know, is a party. Is a street full of bars in austin texas what are you gonna say she just knows where i don't know she knows where all the not cool places are so it's like you know sixth street you're too young i think she's trying to say like they're not cool and young enough anymore for that (laughs) well not just that but like the age different again we'll save it for next week i just thought i'd throw that random shot um Anything else on wedding vows? I think it's time to wrap it up. It's been time to wrap it up. All right, let's wrap it up. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Don't forget to check us out on our social media sites. We are at Third Life Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Follow us to see exactly how we are surviving this Third Life crisis. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever else you may listen. Again, to find us, just search 3RD Life Podcast or head over to our website at www.3rdlifepodcast.com to find links to everything I just mentioned and past episodes. Be sure to follow us on our individual Twitter accounts at jmike2689, at castle underscore cassie, and at the Austin Luna. Again, thank you guys for hanging out. We will see you guys next week. Take care. Bye, guys. Later. Later.